Are you tired of undercharging, over-delivering, and overworking? Well, I have some good news for you. I put together a free course for women web designers who want to make more money without overworking. Just go to webdesigneracademy.com forward slash free course or click on the link in the show notes of this episode to get instant access. And since you love podcasts, when you sign up, you'll have the option to get the entire free course instantly in a podcast feed so that you can listen on the go. So if it feels like you've been working 24-7 but not making as much as you want, go get that free course right now at webdesigneracademy.com forward slash free course. Welcome to The Profitable Web Designer, a podcast for web designers who want to work less and make more money. I'm your host, Shannon Mattern, founder of the Web Designer Academy, where we've helped hundreds of web designers stop undercharging, overworking, and create profitable, sustainable web design businesses. Hey there, welcome back to the Profitable Web Designer Podcast. And today I have part two of the Revenue Reset Challenge that I hosted a few months ago. So if you missed part one, all about turning your mind trash into gold, go back and listen to episode 76. It will give you the foundation for everything we're talking about in today's podcast episode, which is how to transform your pricing paradigm. And in this episode, I mention a pricing paradigm quiz that I created exclusively for that revenue reset challenge. And if you want to take that quiz, you can go to webdesigneracademy.com forward slash pricing dash paradigm dash quiz and paradigm is spelled p-a-r-a-d-i-g-m and i've also linked that quiz up in the show notes for you all right let's dive into revenue reset part two transform your pricing paradigm So welcome back to the Revenue Reset Challenge. We are on day three of the challenge. And on day one, we did an exercise to help you identify all of your mind trash around your pricing. So I gave you some steps to figure out what your minimum baseline revenue is. So how much money your business needs to create in order to pay yourself, pay your taxes, pay your business expenses, what you're currently making what's the gap between where you are and where you want to be. And then I asked you if you were to change your price to your minimum baseline revenue tomorrow, what are all of the thoughts that would come up? And you know, are then yesterday, we looked at, okay, all of these thoughts that we think and that we believe are true, how are those thoughts affecting our business? Are those thoughts creating wanted results or unwanted results? If they're creating unwanted results, How do we transform them and shift them so that they are empowering us to create wanted results? Because our thoughts create our feelings, which drive our actions, and our actions create outcomes or results. And it all starts with how we're thinking, right? And so that is so important. So today, day three, we are going to look at pricing paradigms. And we're going to figure out what pricing paradigm you operate from most often what you think about your clients, not who your clients really are, but what you think about your clients. And then you're going to take some of that information and your homework is going to be to reset your own pricing paradigm using the mind trash makeover process. And 
So you might be like, hey, Shannon, when are we going to get to the part where you tell us how to raise our prices with our clients? (laughs) And this is where we're going to do that. And I'm going to give you action steps and practical steps and strategies. But the thing that most people miss, and I'm not going to say most web design business programs because I'm not in all of them, right? But the place I see people get stuck over and over and over again, or the ones that come to work with us in the Web Designer Academy who have been in other coaching programs, whether they're web designer specific or not, the place that they get stuck is that they are just trying to implement strategy in spite of their mind trash, right? So they're like, here's this strategy. It works for everybody. Here's some scripts to go raise your prices. Here's exactly how to do it. But then because you have all of these thoughts and your thoughts drive your feelings, which drive your actions, which create your results, you find yourself not doing it. Or you find yourself tweaking the strategy to align with how you think. And then the strategy doesn't work. And then you're like, oh, well, it didn't work for me. right? Or I didn't do it. Or you make other reasons for not taking action. And it doesn't mean that every action you take from a powerful thought is going to automatically create the result that you want. Like We can't control other people, but I can tell you for sure that if you don't take the action, you're not going to get the result, right? So it's being aware and being willing to question what we're thinking, decide if we want to keep thinking it, analyze it. Is this true? Is this just something I'm thinking? Is this creating a wanted result or an unwanted result? What do I want to believe instead to create a wanted result or reverse engineering that? Like you're all super smart, techie people. You can reverse engineer stuff, right? We're reverse engineering our thoughts so that we can do that. So once we we start in the Web Designer Academy with the foundational stuff, we don't start with strategies and tactics and all of that. Like what creates a profitable, sustainable web design business is part math, part mindset, and part mechanics. You need all three of those pieces in order to create the results that you want. And so many people just think it's my math and mindset or math and mechanics, and they leave the mindset part out. And so that's why people struggle. And that's what we're here doing in the Revenue Reset Challenge. We're setting the foundation first, and then we're going to do mechanics We did some math. We're doing mindset yesterday and today. And tomorrow and Friday, we'll get into mechanics on days four and five. So I would love to hear from those of you who are here watching me live. What are the biggest mindset shifts that you had after doing yesterday's work in the challenge? So what is some mind trash that you identified that you had? And what is your new thought? I would love for you to share that in the chat so we can we can just celebrate that you're on your way to shifting some of these things because I can tell you, you're just like one mindset shift away from totally like resetting your revenue and creating the money that you want to create. I've experienced it myself many times in my business where I'm like, what I'm doing is not sustainable. It's not profitable. I need to make a change, but I'm afraid to make a change because I have all of these thoughts about it. 
and just one shift can unlock everything. And then you move forward with such confidence and you create the result that you have wanted to create. Have you ever heard me talk about pricing paradigms? If you have, just drop your favorite emoji in the comments. If you've ever heard me talk about pricing paradigms, because that's what we're going to talk about today. So Kelly Beth said, I've really noticed thinking that I have to save my clients money. Similar thought yesterday and today. We are going to talk about that today. That is the perfect segue, Kelly Beth, into what we are going to talk about. Brittany's made over mind trash makeover from I can't make that much money per month on my own. I have to make an, I have to have an employer to make what I want. Her made over thought is lots of people make way more than $5,000 a month. I'm just as smart and smarter than some. I deserve to make 5,000 a month. Girl, yes. I know you. I've talked to you. I've met you. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. And even if I haven't, even if I didn't know you. Yes. Absolutely. Heather also thinks that she has to save her clients money. Okay. So you guys, I have a surprise for you and I just made it this morning and I only tested it once. So it might be a hot mess express, but we're going to roll with it because I made a quiz. I made a pricing paradigm quiz and I would love for you all to take this quiz and you're testing it out. To like, I think it's good, like it works. I think it did this morning for me. But this is a quiz that I created to tell you what your pricing paradigm is. So I popped a link to that in the comments. It's webdesigneracademy.com forward slash pricing dash paradigm dash quiz. I would love for you all to take about five minutes to take that quiz. And so you'll enter your name and your email address. It'll send you your quiz results. And I want you to just like read each sentence and just make a snap judgment about like, does this thought, do I believe this? Like, do I strongly agree, disagree? Am I neutral on it? Meaning like, I don't care one way or the other. Okay, whatever, like whatever, agree or strongly agree. So read each sentence, choose an option. Don't overthink it. We want your snap judgments, not, oh, I wish I had thought that. I just want you to do a snap judgment. Take about five or seven minutes, fill it out and submit it. And then it'll give you some results. And we'll talk about what your results are after you have submitted the quiz. So yes, feel free to post your scores in the comments. Annika has expense-minded 32, hybrid score 48, investment-minded 41. So what I gave you was like your overall scores in general, right? So out of all the questions, like how did you answer all of those questions? Half of those questions are beliefs about yourself and how you think about money. And the other half of those questions are your beliefs about how you think your clients think about money. So let me say that again. You have your overall scores. Like, How did you answer most of those questions? All, I think there's 36 of them. 
half of those questions are thoughts you have about your own money. And then the other half of them are thoughts that you have about your client's money. Not what is actually true about your clients because you don't know, right? You just have thoughts about their money. So that's what I want you guys to notice. And what I would love for, I can't wait to like go in and really kind of look at some of these results because when we talk about pricing paradigms, most often your thoughts about how money works for you, you project that onto other people. And so for those of you that said, I feel like I have to save my clients money, I'm guessing if you said that, your expense mindset score was maybe higher. Maybe. I don't know. I have a theory. I have to test it against the data and how you think about your client's money. You have an expense mindset lens through which you think about your client's money. And so your money beliefs and how you think about your own money, you oftentimes believe that about your clients. And then you have thought errors about how they spend their money. I just want you guys to know that like, A, nothing is wrong with whatever paradigm you're operating in. B, you can shift between paradigms. And C, it does take active work to rebuild the paradigm that you want to operate in. So if you have seen me talk about this in the pricing training, I'm just going to talk about it again. But like a paradigm is a set of beliefs that we have built up over time based on how we grew up, all of our lived experience, all of that stuff. And if you've ever played that game Jenga, it's like the wood blocks and it's a tower and you set it up and you stack the blocks like on top of each other and you have this like big tower and you start pulling the blocks out. And as you pull the blocks out, the tower gets weaker and weaker and eventually it falls, right? So think of your pricing paradigm as like the newly set up Jenga tower and it's sturdy and it's steady and it's solid. And it's made up of all of your thoughts and beliefs about your money. But uh, but the thing that I didn't talk about in this training is it's like, you think your clients think these things too, right? You believe that they believe the same things that you believe. And it's not necessarily true, right? So these are some of the expense-minded paradigm thoughts that you might have about your own money. The hybrid thoughts. So hybrid is when you're starting to like really deconstruct your expense-minded paradigm and you're pulling out these blocks, you're making over the mind trash and you're rebuilding an investment-minded paradigm, right? So some of those hybrid-minded thoughts are like, I don't fully believe that like money's always on the way, but I do trust myself that I can go out and create it when I need it. I don't believe that it's just like always going to come, but I know that I'm empowered to do that. So that's more of a hybrid mindset. So the hybrid paradigm is I'm willing to do what it takes. I'm responsible, empowered, and focused. I'm willing to take the risk because I trust myself. I value my time. If you're expense-minded, you probably think your clients are expense-minded too without even realizing that you believe that. And therefore, you think that they can run out of money. So you better save them money. 
you think that they'd rather spend time than money. So you have have a hard time justifying your prices and you think things like they could just do it themselves. Why would they pay me? You think that it's cheating if it's easy for you to do and it's super, super fast and you feel like you're ripping them off because you think that they would think that they would feel ripped off if they knew how easy it was for you. So if we're going to reset your revenue and I'm going to tell you tomorrow, like, here's how to like do an analysis and look for opportunities to reset your revenue. And then on Friday, you're going to take action on those opportunities. If you believe these things, you're not going to do the stuff on Friday. Like you're not going to do it because you're going to think you're harming your clients. And why would you do it if you thought you were harming them? Like that would make no sense. You would be out of integrity with yourself. So you need to come to the place where you're like, oh, I'm operating from an expense mindset. That doesn't necessarily mean that my client is. I've just been treating them like they are. What if this were true about them and about me? What if they believe that they're willing to take the risk because they can count on themselves? What if they believe that they value their own time and they don't want to DIY because they're missing opportunities? What if they believe that they're willing to do whatever it takes to create a return on their investment and that they don't think it's their web designer's responsibility to be the end-all be-all of the success of their business? What if they are patient for their results? What if it's not all your responsibility because you don't have to protect them? What if this were true? So if you believe this about your own business, you probably think these things about your clients. And then the investment-minded paradigm is that true belief that like, what I create for my clients is a revenue-generating asset. And they would be crazy not to work with me to create this for them. You fully stepped into like, there's always more money on the way. I have this thought anytime I invest in a program or some consulting that I need is that they're just holding on to this money for me for a little bit. I'm on my way to come back and get it. I didn't give them anything. Like They're just holding it. I'm learning what I need to learn and growing into the person I need to become to come back and get it and make 10 times more than that. That's probably my most powerful investment-minded thought. Sometimes I forget it and I get like bumped back into my expense mindset when stuff happens in life and business. But if we can start by cultivating a hybrid-minded paradigm and we start thinking of our clients that way, we start holding our clients as capable and responsible and empowered and all of the things that we don't feel like we have to save them, right? We don't have to save them because they can't run out of anything because we know that they can go create more. So I'm super curious after sharing all of that with you guys, do you see anything surprising in your quiz results? Like, do you have an investment mindset for yourself, but you think that your clients have an expense mindset or vice versa? Do you have an expense mindset, but think investment-minded things about your clients? I'm going to go through and look at everybody's entries just to see if I can spot any patterns. But did anything jump out at you when you were taking the quiz as like, oh, that's interesting. Like, I have an expense mindset for my personal 
But the way I think about clients is hybrid or investment. Yeah. Kate says, I think it depends on the client. Yeah. And I think the purpose of this exercise would be like, how do you think about clients in general, like people in general? But yes, like specifically, like you're probably in clients' wallets, right? Like you said, you're in their wallets. Another thing that we do is we are like looking at somebody and we're like, oh, here's their business. Here's this, here's that. I just saw on Instagram that they took this vacation. I think they have money. Or look at this person. They are just getting started. They're a single mom, blah, 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 blah. I don't think they have money. And we literally have no idea, no idea who has money and who does not have money. Chantel, fascinating. I have an investment-minded mindset for personal and an expense-minded for my clients. That should maybe be, I would think, and I don't know, one of the easier shifts to make in terms of shifting your pricing paradigm for how you think about clients. Because if money works a certain way for you, why can't it work a certain way for your clients? Right? So that's really interesting. I would invite you to go back and pick out some of those thoughts from your results. And I don't think your quiz results show how you answered every question in a list of the questions, but I think I might be able to like send you that if you want to see. And then you can maybe go look at some of those thoughts that you were like, oh, strongly agree. And then you'll be able to tell now like what paradigm they kind of fall into. And then like make that over. Find another thought in that list where you're like, oh, that's how I want to think about my clients. Because when you believe that your clients are responsible and capable and empowered, you won't, like what Z says, I always try to save my clients money at my expense. Whenever people say like, oh, I didn't want to charge them or I, I want to save them money. I'm like, that is like you basically like going to the ATM, taking out cash and handing it to them. You're taking money out of your own pocket when you do that. And if that feels good to you, and I'm not saying like you shouldn't be generous, but when you say at my own expense, it is at your own expense because you're looking at your minimum baseline revenue. You're looking at what you really need to be making to have a sustainable business. Your minimum baseline revenue is your sustainable business. You're looking at what you're currently making. And when you are trying to save your clients money, it is at your own expense because you're not making enough money to keep your business sustainable. And I know we think we're protecting our clients, but we're actually putting them at risk because now our business isn't sustainable. And how long are we going to be around to support them if our business isn't sustainable? So we're actually saving themselves truly at your own expense, financially, emotionally, and you're putting the future of your business at risk. So it's a win-win for you to charge sustainably so that you can be there to support them. But if you wouldn't go to the bank and take money out and walk to your client's house and hand it to them to say, here, I'm going to pay you this so that you can get your website up and running, then don't not charge them what you should be charging them. Yeah, Kate, think about other ways you can be generous outside of money. 
There's so many other ways to delight your clients, to help them grow. Like you can give of your knowledge when you do work with them. Those are ways that you can be generous in addition and still charge profitably. So I want you to kind of go back to yesterday. How are those expense minded thoughts creating unwanted results? What do you want to think instead to create wanted results? How can you stop believing that you're harming your clients by charging enough for you to have a sustainable business in life? And then the mind trash gets even more tricky when someone who's like stuck in not wanting to charge enough because they don't want to take from their clients or harm them or whatever, you can get behind sustainable and it's like, it's okay for me to have enough. But then like, what about having more than enough? How do you feel about having more than enough? Does that make you feel icky? Like what if you made more than enough every single month? Is that allowed? Is it allowed for your clients? Are your clients allowed to make more than enough for themselves and their businesses and their families? Well, why not you too? And if you truly believe that when you receive money from them and in exchange, you build a website and then they take that website and they're able to go make way more money than they ever paid you. If you truly can believe that they're getting way more by working with you than they ever pay you and that you're the perfect person to work with them, then then you both end up with more than enough. And that is that okay? So I want you to like question your current pricing paradigm, especially yourself, sure. But like if you could make one shift that will help you like reset your revenue, it's how you think about your client's money. You can either completely stay out of their wallets, as we say, and have no thoughts about it at all, which might be a messy middle place to be, or you can decide, I'm going to like hold these people as smart, capable, responsible people who I'm here to help get what they want because I have a skill that they don't have. And it doesn't make sense for them to go get that skill when they can work with me. So this is like the work we do. In the Web Designer Academy, we give you all kinds of strategies and frameworks and systems and scripts and processes for basically plugging up the holes where your web design business is leaking time and money, helping you shift all of these things. But this is the mindset work around it, right? And instead of you trying to do it on your own, you get to come to coaching calls and have me hold your hand, hold your hand through all of it. So if that sounds like something that you are interested in, you can fill out the application and we can talk more about what it would look like for you to join the Web Designer Academy and come work with us if if your business is in the right place to do that. So if this work is interesting to you and fascinating to you and feels like, oh, wait, this might be the reason why those other programs that I've done or courses I've taken or coaching I've gotten hasn't helped me create the results that I want, what we do in the WDA might be the missing piece for you. And I'd love to explore that with you. If you fill out the application, we can talk more about it. 
Yes, Brittany, exactly. We can both make more than enough money. Tomorrow, we are going to do a current client analysis because now that we have cleaned up, well, we've cleaned up some mind trash, maybe not all, but you know how to clean it up. Now we're going to like, this is where the rubber meets the road, right? We are going to put together a plan for you to make changes with your current clients when it comes to how much you're charging. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.